0: What's good, people? Welcome back to another fantastic episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. We're back again, as always. First week in jo- January is what about to be officially over. Can't believe it's 2024. Obed. Happy
1: New Year, America! It's yes, crazy. sir.
0: Obed is in the building. You got your boy Sherm here. What's good with you, man? And, man, 2024. It's you know, we're in it. We're, it's it's finally here. You know, we're, we're doing. We're trying to do big things this year and make 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 it better. But uh, how's how's t- 2024 been treating you? in the what first six days we're in now
1: we're live. we're live on the scene 2024 <laughs> things are going great yeah sure we're out here the bamas are still around mm, <laughs> you know we've still got the fugazi is still going on
0: you can't get rid of those dudes can't get rid of them
1: can't get we, rid we of can't those. we cannot get rid of them where would we be without our haters but guys <laughs> the, the goal right now is we have a solid four or five months before we really get into the summertime you should be trying to amass as many haters as possible right now this mm-hmm. is hater collection season so mm-hmm. i want to know that you're doing well in your life because you're going to have more of them
0: and people get mad at at haters like, like, like what do you think i hate the cat williams once said it best what do you think a hater's job is to hate that is yes. what their job yes. is. is that you know what 100%. i mean 100 I and that was a perfect tee up to our first topic here mm-hmm. did you see this cat williams interview on club shay shay oh, with shannon sharp my
1: work i don't even know you go back to when Club Shay Shay started because Shannon Sharp couldn't get a got a good, solid deal on a sports network. So he mm-hmm. was like, I transcend sports. Mm-hmm. I can speak to athletes. I can speak to actors, actresses, and I can speak to comedians. And for whatever reason, when you make a, a safe space for people like Shannon Sharp has, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he used to do for Skip, uh, mm-hmm. people like to flap their gums. And we saw Cat Williams come out and just torch." A number of high profile Canadians who Yo. spoke his name. They mm. literally spoke the devil and he, he presented himself.
0: They said they um, said
1: Beetlejuice the one too many times. Said Beetlejuice one <laughs> too many times. Individuals <laughs> like I can't even know was Tavis Smiley. I can't even remember who these these Ricky
0: Ricky Smiley Steve, Ricky he went Smiley. On, he went on Steve. He went in on Steve Harvey talking a lot about Cedric the Entertainer, Cedric talking about how they were kind of disrespecting uh, Bernie Mac back the day during the whole Kings of Comedy tour, he went in on, he went in on Kevin Hart, he, these guys,
1: Kevin Hart was a plant, these guys were stealing jokes, you know,
0: I, have you seen the side by side clip of Kat's original joke compared to Cedric's joke from the Kings of Comedy? Have you
1: seen the side-by-side of Mark Curry's joke with Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer Mm. from the Kings of Comedy? Mm. These guys stole jokes from the 80s, 90s that they didn't think anybody was paying attention to Mm -hmm. while these guys are still alive. Mm -hmm. Insanity.
0: It's weird because some people say, well, imitation is the highest form of flattery. However, this is also why you have it's also, but but some people will say, well, no, it's kind of almost like a copyright type of thing. You know, you make a track, make m- money off it, and I go steal that beat, whatever, and I go make more money. It's like, yo, dude, I just stole your work and, and did something better. Right. You know, that's kind of messed up. Guys, you know what it's I mean? not, you know?
1: it's not the police. It's not the police. It's uh, Vanilla Ice. Ding 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 ding. You know, it's not. Mm-hmm. Ding 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 ding.
0: Mm-hmm. What right. happened with the um? The uh, blurred lines thing were Robin thick stealing the uh what song from the Marvin Gaye song back in the day. Yeah, didn't, didn't the he entire give...
1: hook? The yeah. entire hook. You know what I mean? Why can't uh, you just give credit to the
0: people who created it? What is wrong with you? And this cat did not hold. I mean, it was he was just t- he he mentioned Chris Tuck, he mentioned Chris Tucker and a little bit in there. You Chris he Rock talked about everybody. Yeah. Uh, he, made it made it he had a couple he dropped even a couple nuances even shannon sharp was like said uh used the word epstein in at one point referring to some other Uh, person and even uh, shannon was like whoa shannon didn't even know how to react to it it was it was a here's an it wasn't really an Interviews per se was more mm. of a conversation. That's what and mm-hmm. Shannon sharp he even says that himself. He's a conversationalist. He's not, a, you know, he. Yeah. I, I also watch his Nightcap with Ocho Cinco. That's a dope mm. one to watch. You should watch the aftermath of the Cat Williamson with Ocho, and he talks about yo. Know, he's not a journalist. He's not. If you want deep hitting right. interviews and, and questions? Right. Go go it's watch Dave. Blitzer.
1: It's not go, Anderson Cooper.
0: Right. It's mm. not Tucker. He's not Tucker Carlson. Go watch Dateline. Go watch Twenty Twenty. He's having right. a conversation with people that he knows that's it. Right. And they come they, and speak and, your piece. And they have it a drink. That's all it is. They
1: didn't want to let me speak, so I'm going to have this little space. They want to say whatever they want to say but, because people like to talk to me. Mm-hmm. And this is how you get into journalism, honestly. There's right. a reason why people don't talk to certain sources, but if people are going to talk to Shannon, it, it always happens. This is what happened with TMZ. When TMZ starts breaking real news because they don't want to talk to the mass mainstream medium. They want to talk to these little one, uh, you know, one person, mm-hmm. very intimate, a place where I can share these things. They love that. They love that.
0: 100%. hundred percent. But man, he was just, you know, uh, he, he gave flowers to some people, of course, like Dave Chappelle and these guys. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about, you know, some of the greatest comedians, you know, ever. And I, I mean, Kat... Cat is definitely one of one of the one of one, a, a great comedian for sure. I mean, obviously he fell off a little bit, you know. Something he had some legal troubles and things like that, and kind of kind of pushed him back, you know. Um People say you know, kind of Kevin Hart kind of took his spot from him, you know what I mean? Because he kind of mm-hmm. the short the short. You know, wild, wily kind of comedian actor that they are. Right. You know, kind of similarities right. type of thing. But you know, a small guy with big personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but Cat was on top for a minute. The Pimp Chronicles part two. Oh my god, one of the best, one of the right. best standups of all time. Um I'm trying to think where I would rank Cat Williams. Let's say I don't know if he's. I don't, I don't know if I would put him top five all time as far as comedians. I would probably. He's he's certainly in the top twenty. Probably a top fifteen. I, I wouldn't you can put i mean you can probably think you could be top 10 i think i'd have to really do a deep dive i mean like my my favorites are like obviously is up there chris rock is up there you know um to so me i mean i i do like kevin hart you know i think his his stand-ups are way better than his movies that's for damn sure yeah. <laughs> his his movies right. don't. Right. His, his, his movies, movies don't, are terrible yeah, his movies don't go, come close to being as funny as his stand-ups his are. movies
1: are about making money. I don't think they're about being funny and there's right. a there's a distinction when I think of who the best comedians are did this was this comedian funny or is right. this comedian trying to make money mm-hmm. uh, and I would I would put Kevin Hart. like and thats I think where a lot of Cat Williams stuff is like he's a plant he's an East Coast guy that showed up like not like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle was a true East Coast guy that went to the West. Tid his time exactly just like Cat Williams was saying. He's like, Well, you got the Western white market, you got the Western black market, you got the Western Spanish market. These are mm-hmm. all markets that Cat Williams everybody messes with Cat Williams, everybody messes with Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Um, my mm-hmm. what I've had to cut you off, but like no, really. Paul Mooney, mm. Eddie, uh, Eddie Murphy, Chris Eddie Rock, Murphy, Richard uh, Pryor, yeah. yes, Dave Chappelle, George Carlin, George Lopez, George Carlin
0: is George Carlin, Bernie I... Mac, yes. 100%.
1: Patrice O'Neal, you know mm-hmm. Norm McDonald, David Cross. These guys who used to fry Shane Gillis. If you don't know who Shane Gillis is, don't know, don't know. That Shane one. Gillis is a new. Shane Gillis is a new dude. He got a joke where he's like, "Did you guys know how long the South was not integrated? Like how long that they allowed there to be white corners for Alabama?" And he was like, "Did you ever see?" Uh, remember the Titans? Mm-hmm. He's like all they had to do to get people to get on the same size was get an entire team of transgenders to beat Alabama, <laughs> and it was you got a, well you got to Shane Gillis, Shane Gillis. I got That's Shane that, Gillis, okay, yes. okay, and then Cat Williams, I would agree you, top fifteen, top twenty, it's just too many dudes, right? Okay. but Cat is so Cat is one of those dudes on the low. To end up making a billion dollars, and mm-hmm. nobody would ever know because mm-hmm. of the work he does in the background that mm-hmm. people
0: don't talk about. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I mean, man, yeah. You, you said something. Well, yeah, Eddie Murphy, obviously, Richard Pryor. You got to throw him in there. You know who was funny yeah. back in the it, day? It's probably a name, a you know, controversial name to bring up. Bill Cosby. He, oh my his, god. His oh sta- my just, god. just, just, just going to somebody talk about his standups ups yeah. nothing. You know, his stamps yeah. were good back in the day. His standups yeah. were good you know?
1: It's crazy. You go back and watch them, and the kind of stuff he's joking about is the stuff that got him in jail. It's <laughs> so... Wow. It's like, you know, it's a different time. It's a different mm-hmm. time. I, I don't know what to say. Like, he's talking about putting Spanish fly in people's drinks. People are like, oh, everybody was using poppers and Spanish fly back in the day. Mm-hmm. Dude was doing doing the roofies. Like, and then telling <laughs> jokes about him?
0: Like, come Jesus on, dude. Jesus Christ. Dude, dude where, 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 where are we at? Heck, what are you doing? Um, where? Yeah, you mentioned it with George Carlin. It was... Fantastic, right? Rest in peace. Oh yeah, me, man, a, a, lot, me. a, 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 a yeah. lot of guys gone, man. George Carlin, Bernie Mac. You mentioned, mm-hmm. bitches, you know, it's like, oh man, you know, wow, gone before the time, you know. Uh, right, yeah. number one, Robin Williams, sterile, Williams, hysterical right. stand ups.
1: didn't even say curse words in his stand up fire. Mm. No, he started, Reminds he, me.
0: he started cursing. Well, he did have a few. He did have a few. Yeah, but when he To me, his best one was live on Broadway. Yep. Robin Williams live on Broadway. Fantastic. That's
1: another thing. Where do today's comedians perform? These guys aren't ever hitting Broadway. These Mm -hmm. guys aren't on Broadway. These guys aren't at the Laugh Factory. You know, there's no. And and it was something that Shannon Sharp asked Cat Williams because there's no deaf comedy jam anymore. There's mm-hmm. no live but the kind of Apollo stuff that they were
0: doing. Mm-hmm. But look at guys he's like the, the, but look at guys like Kevin Hart. This dude sold out Lincoln Financial Field, bro. They're doing bigger but that things. That is he's...
1: a planned, that's a planned event to sell tickets. I don't know how runny he really was then. Like I, some of these events that he's done, I just I don't find Kevin Hart to be as funny as Kevin Hart thinks he is. Dude, he's sometimes cool. I looked at him and he's like, he's like the black uh uh Dave, uh whatever that dude's name was.
0: Which one? Who's Arma?
1: That dude Dave was wasn't even funny. Hold on. I want to find not funny Dave comedians.
0: He said not funny Dave to me. <laughs>
1: right Dane, sorry, Dane Cook. Oh, he dane reminded cook. me of he oh. Oh, Kevin dane cook was, like, dane, was dane. Cook to me.
0: dane cook was like oh wait i'm i'm in i'm in college i'm like oh yeah i think he's funny no stop it dane cook was t- right they D- stop it yes. dude yeah no that's not that's not even go there he shouldn't he shouldn't even be talked about in this conversation but um, he
1: had one of those specials where it was him in the middle of a packed stadium and i was like this is marketing this is marketing in the machine putting people around you and lights and clamor and making it look big like Mm. When guys did this, it was Eddie Murphy on a stage by himself in front of a packed house, and it was mm. tears, tears. Nobody cries when Dane Cook tells jokes because they're funny. They cry because they're terrible, and have to sit <laughs> through another two hours. And that's how I feel about <laughs> Kevin Hart.
0: Wow, dude, laugh at my pain. I think is one of the best standups all the time. Kevin Hart's laugh. Kevin Hart, laugh at my pain. That was once
1: you've laughed at his pain, that's it. <laughs> that's the only reality he can speak to because everything else is a plant. It's made up by money around him and the machine that wants him to be in our faces.
0: All right, he's everywhere. This sure. hey, stuff everyone, sucks. Amber, you're entitled to your opinion. Absolutely. percent. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, another thing I want to talk
1: opinions, about, though,
0: yeah, yeah, please, please, Speaking of opinions, though. Yeah, please go Please
1: go Speaking of opinions, you wanted us to talk about uh, this post that came by about mm-hmm. two, and I know we just had the verses that were going on during Uh, COVID, individuals getting an opportunity to be like, what if this rap group went song for song with that rap group or this Mm -hmm. artist with that artist? Mm -hmm. We get a posting. We got Team A versus Team B. Each of these lineups are made of different artists, rappers in different eras, years. Team A, 1994 Biggie, 2000 Eminem, 2003 50 Cent, 2015 Drake versus Team B, 96 Pac, 2008 little Wayne, 2010 kanye west and 2015 future and i say to you sherman which lineup
0: is better so just off the top i i'm always going to be partial to biggie over Pac, east coast versus west coast okay that's first off right um also, I'll admit I'm not that big on Future. I, I honestly couldn't tell you. I, I have Future tracks in my music collection, but I couldn't mm-hmm. even tell you a name off the top of my head. I'm not that big in, in, into, into into the rapper Future. So, I'm, but I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's good. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? There's no discredit. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I'm just not. Just like that. 2003, mm-hmm. 50 Cent, Fuego. Let's start. get Richard or die trying. One of the best out rap albums of all time.
1: Mm-hmm. That,
0: that classic, that first that first fifty album was phenomenal. Okay, um, mm-hmm. Wheezy Carter three, the Carter four, fire albums. And you know the Wheezy is mm-hmm. regarded as top five, top some top, some people top top ten, top five all time. You know, what I mean Biggie, obviously, you know top three for me all time. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go. I gotta go team A. And maybe that's the old-school East Coast person in me with Big E on there and with 50 on there. You know, you know, mm-hmm. Drake Drake is you know Drake has had some bangers, too. You know what I mean? Like right. I said, I have I have no beef with Pac. But, you know, like I said, I was more... I was East Coast, obviously, being in New York versus, you know, Pac on the West Coast. You know, West Coast people, obviously, they're going to ride with Pac all day. Get 100% get that. But, you know, mm-hmm. man... And, and, I know, and I know it's not speaking over, it's speaking about these eras, 94 Biggie, 2000 M. I actually prefer, um, uh, what was it 2002 Eminem with the, the the Eminem Show album? That album to uh, me was fire, dude. Man,
1: man, you know, I tell you, I tell you, and, and don't, don't let me stop, please continue. No, no, no,
0: because people always talk about 2000 Eminem with the Marshall Mathers LP. That's what that was, what, that was 2000 M with Stan, um. The real Slim Shady song track was mm-hmm. on there. Uh, what, mm-hmm. else, what else was on there? Kim was on there. You know what I mean. So everyone talks about mm-hmm. that, but to me, the Eminem show was 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 better to me. The Super Superman was on there. Uh, Soldier White America, White America. You, could, on you can turn
1: on White America right now and listen to that song and hear him talking about what is today. Mm-hmm. It's 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 crazy. Like, collapse exactly,
0: was on there. Yeah. So I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, but this still to me, I still got a favorite team A with '94 Biggie, 2000 M, 2003 50, and 2015 Drake over over team B. That's just me. Uh, What's your team A or team B?
1: Yeah, sure. It was such a hard pick because they are like what they're saying is the years and what that individual was doing during that year. Right. '94 Biggie was insane. Right. 2000 M&M. I I. Didn't know if I should have liked the Marshall Mathers LP, but I was such a big fan of the Slim Shady LP from, uh, you know, excuse me, Slim Shady EP from years ago, mm-hmm. years before, that I was like, let me give this a try. Fire, absolute fuego. Um, then you got to talk about 2,350 Cent. And I was like, 2,350 Cent was everywhere because you're not only talking about uh, Get Rich or Die Trying, you're talking about this man doing Beg for Mercy with G-Unit. Right, so it's like he just has street tracks, you know. Uh, it was two steps, it was two sets of footprints in the sand. Then it was one set of footprints in the sand when mm-hmm. things got tough and shit hit the fan. God don't walk with me, he carry me, man. Like these are just mm-hmm. tracks. That these mm-hmm. have and I was like, you know what? There was one thing I will always draw the line on I will draw the line on production and I will draw the line on lyrics and mm-hmm. I will take. I will take Future, who's arguably dragging down the group, but I will take Team B because mm. I will take Lil Wayne's lyricism across the entire spectrum of the year. I will take Kanye West's production over the entire entirety of the year mm-hmm. for all of the music thrown. You get Runaway, right? You get, uh, You get all of the Good Fridays, right? You get Uh, monster, uh, the 2008 Wayne. This is mixtape Wayne, who is doing better mixtape features Mm -hmm. than people were doing full albums, full studio albums. Mm -hmm. I'll take that. I have come to and just it's just the way that I grew up because I'm not, I was so much more Biggie after I studied Biggie and understood him as an artist than. Tupac who me as a guy who never knew rap music he was like the first rapper that I ever really interacted with mm. because it was 1996 I was living in Virginia and one of the kids in my school put me on to this tape and it was Machiavelli mm. oh my gosh come with me yeah. Hail Mary one quick see what do we have it's, it's wild it's just a lot mm-hmm. but but as I've grown as an artist, the one thing that I feel like I could do right now, I could just play some Wayne for You right now from 2008, and you'd be like, What? Why do I listen to anything else? You know, <laughs> some of the stuff that Kanye's produced, and even some of the p- songs
0: he was on. Uh, yeah, two, I had to go Team B. Team, I had to go team 2008, B. 2008 Wheezy was that was a Carter three, if I'm not mistaken, which I didn't mention. Yes, Carter, Carter three was yes. fire. Carter, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I think I prefer Carter four a little more than three, but it's it still, still fire. It's still fire. The two thousand ten Kanye, I don't know that. What was that? That was the um. You said the mon- the one with Monster with Nikki. Uh, what album was? that what was the name of that album? Um, like um, beautiful-
1: my be- dark beautiful just fantasy. A beautiful dark yeah, run away.
0: With- right, right, run
1: right. Away from maybe. So
0: I have other Kanye albums. I prefer. I prefer the 2008, 808s and Heartbreak. That's, that's why right. I say. That's so right. that's why I say I right, two thousand ten Kanye, not with it. Then the 2015 future don't really know you know what i mean so that's why I definitely i went with team a like i said yeah i forgot about 2003 50 or i forgot about beck for mercy i forgot that was the same year so he not only he had oh, get rid of that you're right you had beck for mercy that mm-hmm. same year with genuine mm-hmm. there do t- 50 ran three son
1: you, there was not that was when, that's when i graduated from high school he was everywhere you couldn't be riding in the car and not bumping 50
0: that's what I'm, you could you couldn't go to any club anywhere in the world dude i remember i was in cancun mexico spring break mm-hmm. in college mm-hmm. they was bought it was bumping 50 cent in the club okay like that track is one of the top selling i'd probably single of all time you can see. Sure, it's bump you can still bump that track today at had like a house party where it's like, oh, bringing it back. you know what I mean? Like, go, go, go. Like, it was a mm-hmm. banger, but he, it was also a club party song too. He came hard with it. Like, it was a hardcore rap, but he, you know what I mean? It was a track that right. like, okay, it was played in the hood. It was also played at, you could also bump it at, at like I said, on spring break or, you know, uh, uh, a swing mm-hmm. 16 or something like that. You know, it was universal. Yep. That was that. That was that type of track. You know what I mean.
1: And so when when you were talking about two thousand and eight uh, and Wayne, in that year he releases the Carter three. Mm-hmm. You get lollipop, right? Mm-hmm. And I remember people just like, "What is this?" He did this. song with that like that ecstasy, ecstasy station or whatever his name is, a Static mm-hmm. X, Static X. Um, and my man's this song today is certified platinum, like who would have thought and that's why it's like everybody thought that that wayne so i swear some people thought that wayne was corny right because he was nah. like i want to do this rock artist rap thing you know mm-hmm. what i mean like he had just been like the kind of mickey mouse like i never cursed on my first album you know but went through such an amazing transformation from you know the ninth ward to where he is today
0: no, like carter three had a millie got money yeah so he it definitely that yeah, lollipop, like like he Maurice mentioned shit, had Carter, Dr.
1: Carter Carter on there.
0: Yeah, uh, Mr. Carter. Yeah, Car- yeah, Carter three was dope. Baby
1: face. Yeah. Car- and then was we get, dope. when those two guys that I talked about in Kanye and Wayne come together, you get the Lollipop remix that released later in 2008. Man. Absolute club banger. Absolutely ever- I mean I just I'll take I'll take features from both of those guys over albums Man. from other people.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it, it's, I think it's, this is a dope, a dope conversation, you see? especially if you're in, you're in a rap hip hop, uh, you know, that talk, that culture, this is a dope, right. dope conversation. And I, and I sent this message yeah. out to a bunch of, when I saw this come across the internet, I, yeah. I sent this message out to a bunch of people. Some people, like I said, more, it's funny because guys more so in my, I guess, age group i mean you know, we're not that far apart in age what we kind of no, team no, no. Went, went, went with team a and then they come with the younger guys went with team b i just thought mm-hmm. and, I, and it was kind of consistent across the board i thought it was and i thought it was interesting that with that with the, the how that played out you know um mm-hmm. but it, it was uh it's a, it's just it's, it's a provoking yeah it's a good lineup it's a good lineup but anyway let's, let's keep let's keep it moving. we got a lot of sports talk, to talk uh, sports uh, excuse me sports to talk about today uh, can't even, can't even speak, say. can't even, can't even speak ball. right now, right? We play it as sports, huh? <laughs>
1: so
0: we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the foosball, Bobby Boucher. Um <laughs>
1: the foosball ain't for the devil, that's for my Bobby.
0: <laughs> Fantastic movie. Um, quickly before we get into football, uh, NBA. Did you see the shot Nikola Jokic made for the game winner over the over the Warriors? It looked like,
1: like AI. They look like special effects, like green screen, like the ball is moving slower than the camera. (laughs) Then then it bangs off and goes in and just like, this isn't real. Like
0: This guy is not real. On the sticks. Script writers are in their bag early in the season. Yo, what can this guy not do? 6'11", 284 pounds. What what like literally throwing up threes over his head? He's damn near averaging almost a triple-double this season. He's got he's averaging 26, 12, and 9. Okay. <laughs> he's won back-to-back MVPs, he's won a championship already. It's like, what can this dude not do? And now he's throwing up threes from damn near almost like between half half court, almost almost in half court or just beyond you know what I mean just in front of half court for game winners, it's like dude, come on! Like people, his size should not be doing what he's doing. Well, we're, okay, I should let me not, let me take that back. Not they shouldn't be. We're not used Yao to Ming. seeing
1: that. Yang Ming used to be doing some of those things. Wemby is now coming to start doing those things. Yeah,
0: Yao Ming wasn't doing what Joe Coach is doing, bro.
1: He was. Yao but. Ming was Yao Ming was a technician of the sport. Yeah, Yao and Ming was fun. nice. Don't get me wrong. I find that international players in basketball are usually very technical in the sport when they come to play. like nope. okay they and so this is why I need Americans to get on soccer, international soccer, football everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's because the stories of some of these guys is why they are so technical doing what they need to be able to do running a million miles an hour right like that's one of the things between basketball and uh hockey and soccer that all is in common it's a speed sport you're moving at all times you're making decisions you have to plan out like a dance floor the the euro step right and be controlled enough to not just try to hit a jab step and fall over because you can't stop 200 pounds of yourself at full speed Mm. right and so when you see these guys they can do everything the uh uh, uh Manu Ginobili's can do everything the the uh mm-hmm. who is the other guy um Arbita Sabonis they can do everything mm-hmm. but they are so but they're so technical and asked to do their one thing now we're starting to see the convergence Giannis Antetokounmpo remember he couldn't shoot a lick he couldn't shoot a lick
0: he's doing popping he threes right to- now
1: like give me another tall big man from stateside america who we didn't we could shaq could never shoot three throws it not he, he for as talented as he is and this is what gilbert arenas is talking about where he's like vince carter could have been a top three player in the league but he refused to do the homework take care of his body eat better all the things that he did now desperately so he didn't mm. extend his career mm. he could have done then and taken the next step like kobe and michael jordan did and the guys before him mm. and so when i like where nikolai jokic is from is poor i mean he grew up in a two bedroom apartment with three brothers and his parents mm. like ayo <laughs> hey, he they come from the slums david beckham who america loves and he like looks like the super rich and popular dude is from one of the poorest places in england and he's from the gutter the streets and that's why he plays so hard that's why he's so technical because if you mm-hmm. ain't got nothing else but your ball and yourself you're going to play that game till you know how to do everything with it because you ain't got nothing else
0: right that's your right <clears throat> yeah. right oh yeah yeah dude the international star like you said Giannis Jokic yeah I back in the Dirk Nowitzki you know Dirk the, Nowitzki oh my goodness come on man you know what I mean um, you can even Tim Duncan technically he's I think he was um from from the Barbados, Barbados. or yeah. Bahamas yep. or Bahamas yeah. or yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? He's, so again, nothing to do the, on an island but play ball. Super the, technical. They, the, the big fundamental. You know what I mean? He played funnel basketball.
1: Ken Barnett told a story about uh about um Tim Duncan where he was like, Tim doesn't talk trash to you like other people do. Tim Mm. tells you what he's going to do does it and then it's like oh that's cute you thought you were going to do that like that's the keys the game is in here so much for him that he's just like it's all dance floor steps he's like I'm going to move here this is the stuff that people give LeBron credit for where it's Mm. like hey yo switch with me when this moves over here he's going to do that because LeBron is seeing it as a grid he's seeing it as a dance floor he knows Mm. the moves Mm. he's seen it a million times Right, that level you have to respect that a person can do that, and a lot of times that comes from people who come from the middle of nowhere. Where's LeBron right. from the middle of nowhere? Nothing, yeah, yeah. Where's where's um, Joe Burrow from,
0: <laughs> yeah? So, and to correct you, Tim Duncan was actually born in St. Croix, so but, yeah, Saint-Croix. um, but That's yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, it's just like I said, these internet now, and I'm glad you mentioned the name Victor Wemayama, he's coming along now, another you know, international. Potential superstar, mm-hmm. you know, the next, and the guy, the next. and the guy is seven four seven five, doing these things. Did you see? Just I think it was yesterday. I was just watching a clip. The game, the game against the Bucks, where Giannis dropped forty four on 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 the Spurs, but and the Spurs almost won it. Where Yamamoto yeah, uh, Yama got caught just beyond, the, just around the three point line in a, in a trap and then jumps, throws the ball off the back where he catches it and then dunks it himself. Like, come on. At seven four, yeah. seven five, moving like that. Driving down the lane, throw, putting it behind his back and then dunking it over. But like, come on. You're not, these, the bigs are not the bigs of the 90s and 2000s where Sha, Shaq wasn't doing. Shaq was in the paint bodying body people. Dwight, Sha- you're
1: just a goon shaq was just a goo now that i look back at it like he he could just you couldn't stop what he wanted to do he didn't have to be technical that's why he, he never learned to shoot a free throw because he's just going to go to the line and get 100 shots don't, mm-hmm. i don't care because
0: <laughs> he could just bully his way in the paint which is which is fine yeah. which and it was nothing wrong about it 100 right that's why he's the most dominant player of all time because he was the right. biggest dude on the field on the court it's like you couldn't he's stop in
1: dominican suit he's aaron donald Right, you he's have Aaron to just John. deal with him. Like, oh, you just, you oh kinda, it is, it is what it, it, is, what it
0: is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you know what I mean. But yeah, it was just wild. Like I said, I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, Jokic is yeah. just doing another thing. It, he could. He's what in his what is it? This is his what seventh or no? This is his I eighth. This eighth was season. his sixth season. No, 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 he, no, uh, uh, no. Jokic uh, or or Jokic, Jokic, his, I think this is his eighth or ninth oh, uh, season. Uh this uh, is eighth season. Yeah, eighth season. Yeah. I would say, okay. Let's say he plays another. Let's say he plays another eight years, sixteen years. That's a good year, you know. I
1: Ooh. can see him
0: winning, winning at least two, winning two more, at least two more MVPs, and and and, and another championship. Yeah. So if you go out with Just four, stacked. so yeah. So if let's say he goes out with four MVPs and two and two titles, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame. He and, I, and this is not a name that's known worldwide, like a LeBron James or Steph Curry.
1: No, 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 no. That, he is,
0: but not to our, uh, not to Americans. Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, I would say yeah. that he's not. He's not a household name yet, as far as just the average person. Like you know, right. you you walked the you you walked down the street, and the average person who doesn't really watch basketball, they've heard of the name LeBron James. I right. guarantee it. I'm not saying right. they follow, but I'm just talking this the average normal. Po- yeah, who doesn't no. even follow basketball. Like they know the name LeBron right. James. They know the name Steph Curry. Yeah. I see him on TV right. and he's doing commercials and movies, blah, 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 blah. That's not Jokic, but Jokic is by far, I, he's, the, he's the best part of the NBA right now. Best part of the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's, I, uh, I've tried
1: to come to terms with how upset I was when, there was the talk of LeBron James wanting to have a living Hall of Famer. And it's like, mm. if there you, was You mean a, a, a,
0: player, a, a person a, currently in the league being a, in the Hall of Fame, you mean? Right. Yeah, okay. There
1: is going to get to a point where like, I don't, I honestly, I don't know, man. I don't know why I look at LeBron and I, I see Peyton Manning more than I see Tom Brady. Still a guy who is in the conversation as one of the best, but like when we talk about there's levels- it, at one point, Tom Brady had a better chance of going to the Super Bowl than uh, Steph Curry had of nailing a three-pointer. Like, hmm. like, come on, stop it! When I when I when you say things like that and you put it at that bar at that level, the one I think of the most is starting to be Nikolai Jokic because there's going to be a point where around his last MVP or his last championship season, whenever that is, mm-hmm. that he will have very close to some of the accolades that we give to these guys, what we call and consider them the best, right? Mm -hmm. The number Mm -hmm. of MVPs, the number of championships, the yearly scoring titles. If he's been uh, the offensive player of the year, he's been the defensive player of the year, you know what I mean? Or the first team, second team, how often, you know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Um, And like it, had he been a better shooter, I feel like Giannis would be on that doorstep now because giannis also has the energy where people want to come and play for you. giannis has the gene i will get better i'm not playing either he comes at it from like immigrant like you're mm-hmm. gonna grow up you're gonna become a doctor lawyer engineer but you're going to be the best at what you do and you're not mm-hmm. gonna let somebody
0: else out work for you. yeah um, yeah it's it's so it's it's, definitely it's, see that. it's amazing it's a great thing to see yeah. uh quickly let's touch on uh uh college football obviously we have the college football playoffs um uh, well we will unfortunately we both we both got our picks wrong we both picked Bama and <laughs> Bama and Texas to win. We were yeah. clearly wrong. I mean, yeah. th- but I will say this: the, the, neither of these games were a blowout. One was decided by seven; the other was decided by six. So we weren't too far. You know, one score games.
1: They were both blowouts in how many points both teams gave up, and the okay. fashion they gave it up. This is this is something that I struggle with that when we talk about college, because it's like wasn't a blowout. Oh, it, nobody played well. <laughs> Everybody just did whatever the hell they wanted
0: for Mm. four quarters (laughs) including somebody yeah watch this kid michael Penix jr and shame on me for not putting more respect on his name okay this dude is 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 just outright balling you know he had what this is his what i think this is actually his sixth year in college i'm not not, i'm not mistaken you know the whole eligibility thing and the covid year that didn't count for anybody blah 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 he spent the first four years of his career in indiana not really talked about. And then all of a sudden, he gets a real shot at here in Washington the, last, the past two years, and all he's done is thrown for over 4,600 yards in back-to-back seasons, and, and at least 30 touchdowns in back-to-back seasons, and now he has his team uh, in the Washington Huskies in a national championship game coming up uh, on Monday night, and this is actually the last year Washington will even be in the Pac-12 because they're going to be moving over to the Big Ten, so it's funny that now they're gonna be playing a Big Ten team in the national championship. We'll now you know be in the same conference next year. Um, but man, this dude is nice. This dude is nice. Threw for 430 yards, two touchdowns, um, against against Texas. Uh I, I yeah, it's my bad. I I, I did not put enough spec on, on Michael Panks Jr.'s name. And that's that's on me, ladies and gentlemen. He he is the real deal. Let's, I think let... I, I think he's better than JJ P- McCarthy in Michigan. And people, I think people are putting too much respect on McCarthy's name. I think Penix is a better quarterback than than McCarthy is. That's just my opinion.
1: I mean, I think I think that yes, we might maybe we were a little hasty, right, in the things that we said about some players and, and where we viewed them. Again, I you did say that there were issues of eligibility, there were concerns of this or that. So so how old is Michael Penix Jr. currently?
0: The age on this guy. um so yeah being in his six so he's what 23 24 uh i can tell you to hear in a second so yeah okay you're saying because you're saying that the the age kind of factors you know, into that a little bit he's so he's, he's 20, out here 20, he's, putting up he's 23 he'll be he will be 24 in may and i'm
1: not saying that he's you know that he has ascended but physically is probably in a different bracket than every single person on the field. He's our Danny Almonte. Okay. He's, he's our Chris Winkie. Okay. <laughs> I've seen this before. We've seen the older, See. the Brandon Weedens, the guy, the older guy who comes in, lights everything up. Everybody's like, how do we overlook him? You know, he's, uh, a damn near a grown ass man out here playing against 19 to 20 year olds. So, so let's <laughs> kind of take a step back, um, two. Uh, you know, I mean, again, no defense in any of these games, I, it, it, this doesn't make any sense. Somebody stops somebody, you know, I, I think he's a one thing for sure. I think he's way more along to play at the next level than some other guys who have been his age, who have come in ready to go. Right. Like I think he, this translates like, yo, go do this on Sunday. If this <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. if in one year, this is 3,700 yards, uh, 25 Passing touchdowns, 10 or 11 interceptions, six rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. You know what I mean? Like, you can go do this be in a, for a dome team
0: somewhere. Uh, right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, we'll just, we'll just temper the expectations there on him because he, right. he got a little edge. Yeah. Now, Michigan, Washington, number one versus number two. Who are you taking? Oh, uh, bed on Monday night.
1: Is it going to be bombs away? I mean, I, is it going to be bombs away? Because...
0: Remember, Michigan, Michigan I, runs the ball very, very well. In, in, right. And, and Washington and, has what, and, the best uh, offensive line in the country.
1: Right. Um, and they had some great rushing uh, this past weekend against Alabama. I mean, it looked like Alabama from the past playing against themselves. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, the inability to control the time of possession... And honestly, just give it up points. I mean, uh, the running back from uh, Michigan. Uh, Blake Horum. Blake Horum. Blake Horum. Uh Blake Horum from Fakir. Fakir County, Virginia, if I'm not mistaken. Um, a local kid. Uh, he's, from, mean, he's,
0: he's from VA. He's from VA.
1: Powerful running. You know, like there's something about playing playing defense at the end of the season and power running, I think, for the game of American Rules football can get you very, very far. Uh, But man, if not to evoke one of the greatest BCS bowl games ever, um, BCS championship games ever. Phoenix could put on a uh, Vince Young ask final if he wanted to he could put in right in this final right like you that's are saying, that's saying the, a
0: lot i know what you're talking about the game against usc yes you're
1: the biggest you're the, one of the strongest you at you're four years older than the youngest maybe five years older physically than the youngest person on one of those rosters mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. there's <laughs> some people are wet behind the ears you're ready to play professional ball so you know yeah. if he rises to that occasion and puts up a stat line comparable to like that, the, what he does on average. I just don't know if, uh, again, Michigan's here, Michigan's on, uh, destiny type thing because you guys disrespected us and i feel like because that's hard
0: mm-hmm. to beat mm-hmm. they had the, the whole controversial st- science stealing scandal and things like that you know there's the rumors yep. that with jim harbaugh may leave college football together and go back to the nfl next year i think if they win he stays if they lose he will consider going uh but you know and like i said, Washington's last year in the packs well but I think I'm going to go, and as much as I don't want to say it, I think I'm going to go Michigan. I think I'm going to go Michigan. I think it's like finally Jim Harbaugh can say, yes, I finally got over the pinnacle, you know, over the, you know, over the mountaintop and, you know, reach the mountaintop, I should say, you know, and you got past Nick Saban in Alabama. That's saying a lot, you know, He he's beaten Ohio State the past couple seasons. And now to culminate that, you know, in a, in a championship, I think it's, I think it's, that's that's a that's a that's a good that's a good year that's a good year being defeated. so i'll i'll say i'll go with michigan I'll oh, bet i'll go with michigan fair enough
1: yeah i i i'm thinking i'm like yeah that's you make good points it probably it really should be michigan again i just but, uh, i thought it was going to be usc they have all the names they have the coach right the hotshot coach who could be in the pros and if he leaves mm-hmm. he probably will go to the pros mm-hmm. they they have all of the momentum because everybody on us just because we have Snoop Dogg on the sidelines. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and you lose to the biggest guy on the field doing the, the biggest guy on the field does making plays that only he can make. Now it's Penix makes those plays. I don't know, man. I don't know. I really, it. I'm going to take Michigan. And I tell you what, if I see, if i see uh tom brady out there in the aviators <laughs>
0: michigan by a million yeah, yeah i'm, I'm sure brady, i'm sure brady will be in attendance for that game i am sure Monday. i'm sure you got be
1: it better there. than we do nobody like, <laughs> let's, go, oh, let's man. go here we go let's get let's
0: get into the nfl a bit do a quick week 17 uh recap um Obviously, one of the biggest controversies of last week in the NFL, Dallas, Detroit, Detroit the ending Detroit getting that late penalty for illegal touching on the two point conversion, which would have won the game. This is what I love about Dan Campbell. He has no hesitation of going for the victory. He ain't worried about time. You know, like they say, tying is like kissing your sister. Okay. He is like nah player. That's not how we get that's not how we get that's not how it goes down in the D. You know, to Detroit, baby, stand up. You know what I mean? Like this is how Dan Campbell rides, and this is why I think he he has galvanized this team and they 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 stand behind their coach so much. I love the fact that they went for it, but damn it, this was this was crazy because there are videos of the linemen going over to the referee. I mean, we don't hear what he says. Did he just simply walk up to him like, "Yo, I'm good." Yo, me. Did he or he said, "Yo, I'm a reporting as well. I'm reporting as." Did he actually physically say the words? Right. We don't know. There is no audio of that. There's just a simple video of him walking up there with his with his teammate to the referee. That's it. So he can't say you. We don't know what was said. He says he says He says he it reported. It sucks. I feel like the Cowboys just keep getting lucky. I, 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 what, what is your take on this and how the Cowboys ended up winning this game?
1: So, my understanding is the concern is reporting of eligible by alignment. Correct. This is this is the concern. So Correct. you will. I am very familiar with controversies uh, uh, arising from a player not reporting eligible because new England used to run a play where an offensive lineman comes in and reports eligible does the hand signal across their body touches on your commentary about well it's a it is a grace and privilege that is offered to you when a a wide receiver looks down the line to the ref and Mm. the ref gives him a check he -hmm. doesn't deserve that but in this scenario the player has to give a signal And the ref has to confirm the signal was received Mm -hmm. and you do it without saying anything so that it's legal. And then you can run the play and you get a trick play on Mm him. Now, Tom Brady comes to the podium after the game and he says, you need to read your rule book because everybody starts talking about cheating again. He's like, you need to read your rule book. Your rule book states how you have to signal for an offensive lineman to be eligible ineligible or an eligible receiver. Now, you then go to the Baltimore Ravens, who they did this against, who then went and tried to run this play, and then they were called for the penalty because they did it incorrectly and had uh, mastermind head coach Harbaugh looking like an idiot on the sidelines because you're not—it's not a fagazi play. You have to know what you're doing when you do this. Now, yeah, I see him go over there. I'm looking at the hands after I've already been a part of these controversies. I see a hand signal. You do okay. I see a hand signal I'm not the end all be all for this but because I've already been through this before Mm -hmm. where somebody thinks you're cheating because you called the made a play with the eligibility that is something that is confirmed by the referee that I don't have to speak much like when I look down the line and ask if I'm on sides it's interesting it's interesting when you watch a lot of football these things keep coming back and it's weird how these things get played the next time they come back because you know it's a great play till we go back and we look and like, yeah, no, the Music City Miracle was a forward pass. Mm-hmm.
0: Preach on, on it for it. Preach on it's it for <laughs> lateral. You know, so it's like, well, yes. You
1: know, there are times where we, we give me that you know, year back, baby. Give me that Buffalo year back. I just, you know, when you look back and you look at it, you're just like, well, if we really look at it, uh, Ben Roethlisberger's arm and the ball. Are two different things, and he didn't score that touchdown against the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. So he should not be a Super Bowl champion against them.
0: Was Tom Brady's uh, arm was was Tom Brady's arm going forward in the snow?
1: One hundred percent. No, one hundred percent. not to you, one
0: hundred percent. Damn, tuck, tuck rule. Listen, my foot. Listen, <laughs> listen, the tuck rule.
1: The tuck rule. You need to go back to New England playing against the Jets and. Uh, Richard Seymour stripping Vinny Testaverde on the one-yard line and recovering the ball, Patriots turning over, taking over, the ref coming out and saying no. Vinny Testaverde's arm was moving forward. It's the tuck rule. So they gave the Jets the ball back. The Patriots lose. You fast forward later in the same exact season at the end of the year. Tom Brady's arm is moving forward. Uh, Rob Woodson comes and strips the ball. Uh, Oakland Raiders recover the ball. Bill Belichick sprints over to the referee and he says, no, that's not what it is because earlier this year it was the tuck rule and you took the ball away from me and you gave it back to the Jets and you gave them the win. Mm. So this is the tuck rule. And what do they come out there and call? The tuck rule.
0: Terrible. Neither of them should have been
1: allowed. <laughs> it's rules in the game of football. So if you're telling me that I saw the hand signal registering with the referee that it was, that I'm an eligible receiver, hey, yo, mm. let's go. Yeah. Let's well, go. Just, just a while. Just a while. Get spicy. Yeah. Get dude. spicy. I'll, I got the receipts. All All right. Right. Let's just say I got
0: the receipts. All right. Uh, let's keep it going. Uh, Chicago uh, got a victory in their home finale against Atlanta. Really think I want to talk about this. The fans chanting, We want Fields. We want Fields. Do, they, do you think Justin Fields is in a Chicago Bears uniform next season? And what do they do with that number one overall pick if they're not going to draft a QB?
1: Uh, so teams are already talking about uh, what the price tag would be to be able to acquire somebody like Justin Fields mm-hmm. and somebody they've already put the kibosh on this. Oh, it's a second rounder and another player. It's like, it's a first rounder, Oh, yeah. but then, but then people are like, well, you have to pay him because he's coming up on his fifth year option. And if you got to want to get him for a one-year rental, it's going to cost you, a draft pick and it's got mm-hmm. probably going to be a one mm-hmm. but if you want to keep him, it's going to cost you a buttload of money so how do you make that work so you know again i keep talking about how this roster is not great i would trade justin fields for a one and some lower picks would be a one and a three or a one and a four i would trade uh dj Moore if you could interesting for a second and a fifth you know um
0: so you're basically just gonna rip the whole team apart just start all start from scratch
1: why did you pay Cole Komet what are these who are these misfit toys (laughs) Equiminius St. Brown (laughs) Darnell Mooney what is Darnell Mooney
0: yeah he's a is he a he's not a one he's not a two you think keep the number one overall pick draft a QB probably Caleb Williams also trade away Justin Fields and get another first Yep, and let's say first and a player, or first and a third, or first and a fourth, whatever for Justin mm-hmm. Fields. Okay, mm-hmm. and you basically start all over with Caleb Williams as your QB. You 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 try to you try to get a a receiver in the draft.
1: Nope, nope. We trade nope. that one down. We moved down in the first round. You try to go oh. collect well, somebody so not, great.
0: So you're not getting Caleb Williams in one.
1: You already have a Caleb Williams pick you already have carolina's first round pick you don't have to trade that you're getting another one you have a one from carolina mm-hmm. so so you can pick caleb williams mm-hmm. then you have a one from trading justin fields you trade okay. that down to two picks okay you take one of the best wide receivers and they take another and you have really a you pick. have a first
0: round pick yourself from your own position right obviously your own pick
1: obviously obviously yeah. um that's gonna probably become some kind of a, a lineman Right, or okay. a running back, I would rather be a lineman to control the line for your new wide or your quarterback. Mm-hmm. You cannot have Caleb Williams taking the kind of hits and running for his life like Justin Fields was, so we get the head of the snake, the quarterback, we get an offensive lineman, we get a running back that they actually like I don't know if roshan Johnson is good. people tell me he's good. Mm-hmm. I need him to be healthy. We'll see, yeah. um, but you keep filling out that offensive line. The tackle that they got in the trade of uh. They made it, they traded away a a draft pick for an offensive tackle. The kid's great. He's great. Mm. I have to give the Chicago Bears that. They got a great pick there with that kid. I can't remember his name. I think he plays on the right side. Um, So at this point, you have all of the pieces i don't think much of ryan polls so know, but yeah
0: so three first round three first round picks you get a quarterback you get a lineman and you go running back i was thinking maybe a receiver oh, no
1: wide receiver no wide receiver wide quarterback receiver. lineman wide receiver
0: okay not a running back okay yeah well I wonder if marvin Harrison running back jr., in the second round i wonder if marvin, if marvin Harrison jr will still be there depending on depending on where your pick is though if you get they basically
1: get the pick from the from the top half of the draft so i you yeah. know i don't know who what what is the needs up there because people aren't just going to take a wide receiver take a wide receiver no no no, no Of that's course. Course my yeah. slide yeah, right, you know, right, quarterback right. will go first if needed if necessary yeah um, okay
0: all right interesting yeah i I yeah. personally i Blow think it again. it's personally i think they keep them and i and i say you trade down from number one and acquire additional picks and build around fields okay. at a, Add maybe a, add an offensive lineman, add a wide young wide receiver as well to match up with you know, DJ Moore on the other side. And then you go from there. That's just that's that's what I think it's gonna happen. But we'll see. Um, the last game wants to talk about Arizona being Philly in Philly. Like, are you kidding me, Eagles? What is wrong with the Philadelphia Eagles, Obed? They are just losing games that they should not be losing at all. And it's kind of Weird, sad, or whatever the case may be is, but Arizona has had some, I want to say high profile. They only got four wins on a year, but like they beat Dallas earlier in the year, um, as well, too. You know, so I'm like, all right, so they've beaten Dallas and they've beaten Philadelphia now. Like, oh two eight a- two NFC East teams. Like, all right, it's kind of interesting, but um, Philly, I- I'm not sure what. The issue is there. Is it? Is that? Is it the health of Jalen Hurts? Is the? Is it the inconsistencies with Devontae Smith? What do the Eagles need to do? Because this is, this is where We're about to be in the playoffs here. They're they're guaranteed to spot. They're trying to win the division. What do they need to be successful to get back to the Super Bowl?
1: You're not gonna like the way that this sounds, but you know, it is what it is. Um, this was if I'm not mistaken, the former defensive coordinator of the Eagles, the new head coach of the Cardinals going into his old team's mm-hmm. home. And
0: Jonathan Gannon,
1: yep. Jonathan Gannon and dissecting exactly what the Eagles don't do well, so well that he had his team in the game after the ta- after you know three full quarters with monstrous finishes in mm-hmm. week in uh excuse me in uh quarter 3 and quarter 4 I wasn't surprised that this happened I was surprised that Philly let it happen mm-hmm. like this is what happens when uh Kyle Shanahan and uh uh John uh, McVeigh, Sean McVeigh yeah, face off, mm-hmm. right? They're both reading from the same book, but one book was written by a person's father. The other book was a copy handed to a person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The, you, the dude came home to roost. Like he knew exactly what you guys weren't going to do to stop him. And then mm-hmm. again, of course there was an injury, you know, to know that uh, I think there's questionable whether Devontae Smith is going to play next week, this coming week. Like you said, they do have a uh, rest that they want to get because they're guaranteed a spot place in the postseason. Um, it was just I, – I think we see what happens when you don't lean on the best guy. Like, again, I think we need to stop talking about diva wide receiver. Okay, fine. Maybe there are diva people in the mm. NFL because mm. I would say OBJ is a diva. I would <laughs> what is going on with this commercial. Um uh I would say that there OBJJVD. I would say that there are times where he's it's been more about him than it is about his performance, you know, um wanting to take the Baltimore Ravens onto a boat before the uh their playoff game and people are just like don't get on that boat Lamar, please for the love of God don't get on the boat. Um <clears throat>
0: Yeah.
1: Um I I you know, I don't want to be hasty. You know, I don't want to be hasty but he wanted the ball, <clears throat> and A.J. Brown deserves the ball if Devontae spent this down. When he had yeah. the sideline explosion earlier this year, he went on a historic run, an absolutely monstrous wide receiver performance to, for the ages, and it's proof in the pudding. That's why he left and came there, and, you know, they didn't do it. Like, they got balled up, and they cannot stop the run to save their lives. Uh, James Conner literally mm. looked like he was running from uh The Terminator, like it was, they had like nine runs of more than ten yards. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. It was crazy the way that they were moving on he's moving different on them, and that's mm-hmm. because they were playing against the guy who knew everything that they couldn't do. He was like, "Oh, that's not my my defense. My defense could stop the run. These guys can stop the run."
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely can not exposed to Car- them. Cardinals ran for over two hundred yards uh, on yeah. the ground over the Eagles, when the Eagles didn't even get get hundred on the ground. Um Hertz didn't have a you know he, he was efficient eighteen of twenty three but all throwing through for one sixty seven albeit with three touchdowns right. but still right. you said AJ Brown only five targets with four catches for fifty three yards so yeah you've I don't like I said I, is is Jalen Hurts one hundred percent healthy I don't know what's the deal you know it could have been playing you know into the hands of Jonathan again as you mentioned a who know who knew this team very well obviously being their former team head some coordinator. And they just made the plays when they needed to make the plays. Um, but Philadelphia, I think they'll be okay. Obviously, they got to win this week, and hoping down and hopefully Dallas loses for them to win the uh, NFC East the division. East, yeah. But uh, it's just interesting that I feel like Arizona is always a, is a team that like once or twice a year they just get some vi- weird victory that you don't expect them to get, and then and they come out with that. You know, that's all I'll say there.
1: They did it uh, against the Dallas Cowboys uh, yep. earlier this year. So yep. I don't know. It seems, well, no, again, the connecting tie is Jonathan Gannon. He'll probably play well against the NFC East because he knows him really well.
0: Yep, exactly. Exactly. Uh, bet let's get into our next segment. You right, you mad. I have one for you. Particularly to you because, you know, you're a big Patriots fan. You know, you love your your Bill Belichick, Obed. Let's say to you. Bill Belichick should coach the LA Chargers next season, but not have any say so in player personnel decisions. You right, you mad,
1: Sherman? You right. Um, and I don't want it. The maybe a caveat of minor wrong. He should at least have a conversation with the people who are going to go out there. Uh, longtime Patriots offensive line coach Dante Scarnecchia. Uh went on like local Boston radio and was like when Bill brought in coordinators at the last minute in uh, his two lackeys it shows that he had a lack of respect for the people who were bringing in the players because the way you're supposed to do it is that you have to bring in the coordinators early let them tell the scouts what the kind of players they want them to bring. And then the scouts go and bring you those players and you try to work with that. There's a broken system in new England at the general management's uh, position. And I think it's since Scott Pioli left Scott Pioli famously won super bowls with uh, new England as general manager, then left so that bill could start taking over and be terrible with the roster. Uh, to go to Tampa Bay, Scott Pioli and Tom Brady reconnect after Tom Brady leaves New England. They won a Super Bowl because Scott Pioli created a fantastic roster of individuals like uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, like uh, uh, excuse me, um, Leonard Fournette. Uh, you know, guys at like Chris uh, Christian it's Tristan Wirfs, You know, these uh, Ryan Jensen, fantastic. But Scott Pioli put together a quality roster. What needs to happen in New England is they can have a head coach who can focus on the defense, but they got to have a GM who has an analytics team scouts who are going out there and getting him players. Sherman, you're right. But I don't know about coaching the LA chargers because I think there needs to be a, you need a he's, defense. He's, to he's out got, there.
0: he's got, got a, he's, he's got a franchise QB and Justin Herbert. You've got a it top, does. top receiver in Keenan Allen. Put something in the offense. But defensive, yeah, Bill Belichick is more of a defensive-minded coach. The defense yeah. is soft. But you've got studs in Joey Bosa. You know what I mean? Like Khalil Mack. You should be yeah. putting – I think it's a scheme thing. I think Belichick can put those guys in the right position to play better right. defense. You know? Right. Because you've got yeah, – absolutely. You, you've got Derwin James an all-pro safety. You know, P- Patriots
1: have, have allowed the least number of points since like week nine or week 10, whenever their bye week was like, they haven't been scoring any points, but they have not been giving up a lot of points.
0: Right. And they don't have big name. play. They don't got guys as good as Joey Bosa. Absolutely not. You, you see, you know what I'm saying? Not. So that's why I say that. Right. If you put Be- no. Belichick's mindset of defense with that team, it yeah. can make a difference. Don't hurt my, my Justin Herbert.
1: Don't hurt my Justin Herbert. I just <laughs> I need the high flying points, but I need my Justin yeah. my, uh Yep, yep. All right. Uh, but uh Sherman, I have a question for you. You write, you mad. Josh Allen put together an MVP season that won't end in an MVP.
0: Unfortunately, old bet, I'm gonna say you write. It's pretty much it's gonna be given to Lamar Jackson. Even with Lamar. Now I will Why? say that it's, Why? It's, it is Dax trophy. It's tax trophy. It's, it's gonna I I hear it. I'm not saying Lamar deserves it more than those players hear me out. I'm saying what's going to happen. The Baltimore Ravens have the best record in the NFL. They've earned their, you know, their bye week and everything. They've been, you know, they beat down Miami last week, you know, they've been playing, they've been beating teams by a significant amount of points. This is just what it's going to be, just because the scenario which is which is presented to to players, okay. And I'm not trying to say anything, you know. What I mean, about Lamar, he's not deserving of 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 being in the conversation of MVP. Man. But this is Christian McCaffrey's trophy again. I think that let me okay. If we get take out Lamar, it's between Christian McCaffrey, as you just mentioned. It's between Dak Prescott, Tyreek. Tyreek and almost it, went for two thousand. If and Tyreek and goes it, for
1: two thousand this weekend,
0: you know, and it's between Josh Allen. You know, um, Lamar didn't have spectacular numbers. He finished fourteenth in the league in, in passing yards volume thirty six hundred. He finished tied for tenth in touchdowns and tied for, and, and you know what I mean. So. In and fourth in and, and fourth and QBR, okay. But he didn't have spectacular, oh, my gosh, amazing numbers. No, but the way he put his team in position to win football games, being that you didn't have your, your starting running back since week one, J.K. Dobbins, you've had Mark Andrews out for the okay, majority of the year. You know?
1: Look, Lamar is the starting running back. Let's not play anymore. We're not, <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore for people. Josh Allen is the starting running back for the Bills. Lamar Jackson is the starting running back for the Ravens that's that's all it is josh justin Fields is the starting running back for the chicago bears like mm. these they guys are runners first
0: yeah. <laughs> but I, I again i think josh allen is having an amazing an amazing season um being that you know from what they've had to overcome especially on the defensive side of the football we've talked about it so many times Of the injuries you know Josh, if he's seventh in the passing yards, just under 4,000, which obviously he's going to pass today, Um, 27 touchdowns. He leads the league in total touchdowns, I think over like about 41 or 42 in total touchdowns. He's first in the NFL in that. I mean – and and then and then you have to look at Dak too. Dak is fourth in passing yards. He's first in passing touchdowns with only eight interceptions. So he's got actually better numbers than Lamar Jackson. So yeah, I do think Dak deserves it more than Lamar. I'm just telling you what the voters are going to going to do, Obed. That's the difference.
1: Dak and has I, been doing this so many years. It's I'm so happy that I finally get to hear you say this. Because Dak has been doing this for years. He's had a high flying offense down in, in Dallas for many many years that people have that's one of the reasons they could keep going Mm -hmm. right like Mm -hmm. they've had fantastic defenses but i don't know they just always have a bad game or a flop i'm not gonna say that they don't fail but they just never get their roses and Mm -hmm. i i i still feel like we have seen an era where we can't just force the the that trophy onto person a even though like everybody is grinding like i don't know Mm -hmm. how you like can pick out one person but I don't know if it's this guy just because of xyz reasons you know what I mean mm-hmm. like it's so oh man I just can we just give I, it to CMC I, I just, just want to just give it, just, it to CMC I'll be happy it's, it's well, fine yeah.
0: let's CMC have it it's fine you know what I mean yeah. but your question was you know he yeah. Josh Allen had an MVP season but he won't have it he won't actually get the MVP trophy you're right okay yeah. unfortunately you you are right um yep. let's get into the week 18 pick last week of the year before we headed to the playoffs old bed which should have been a heck of a heck of an NFL season um
1: wow, dog, we we tried to crush it it was, it was pretty awesome
0: Yep. um starting off tonight we got two we got two game, two Saturday games right Yeah, two Saturday games today uh starting two Saturday
1: off, games yeah
0: yep starting off at four thirty Eastern Pittsburgh at Baltimore half the Baltimore Ravens team wanting to be playing Pittsburgh is still trying to get into the playoffs so therefore I'm gonna go Pittsburgh obviously different scenario everyone in healthy and playing in Baltimore, I'll go to Ravens, but simply with this scenario of this particular game, I'm going to go with the Steelers.
1: Yeah, I'm going to also go with the Steelers. I feel like they, uh, like you said, they're still playing to get in. And Mike Tomlin, very defiant saying, hey, I want, uh, I want us to keep this thing going. Mason gives us a lot, not having Kenny Pickett go back out there, which I think is fine. Just let that kid rest. You know, if you have something in, in store for him for next year, mm-hmm. maybe you mm-hmm. cut him who knows because hey, people take first round draft picks and they don't work out. Right. This is what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Let's, let's go Pittsburgh. Houston at Indianapolis. I'm going to go Houston, CJ Stroud. I think it's between CJ Stroud and Puka Nakua for offensive rookie of the year. Now CJ Stroud did miss a few games due to the concussion. So I think, I think that's why Puka is going to have, you know, he, he had more reps basically. And I think that's why Puka will probably get it, but actually let me take that back. You know, everyone favors a quarterback. So it, probably, it may go to C.J. Stroud. I think both are deserving. But for this game, though, I am going to go Houston over Indianapolis, though.
1: Yeah, so I'm going to go Houston over Indianapolis just because I actually didn't think Houston looked bad without C.J. Stroud. I just could see the difference between when he's not there and when he is there, mm-hmm. um, especially in them missing like Tank Dell. I think Noah Brown is injured in and out um mm-hmm. but I uh, I have to agree with you I just like Houston more Indianapolis has got everything they need uh once they get Aaron uh Anthony
0: Richardson back uh yeah. but right now I think it's Houston on the way um then we go to Sunday Cleveland at Cincinnati I think a bunch of Cleveland starters including Joe Flacco will be resting uh so with that being said I'm gonna go with the uh, Bengals
1: yeah, I just saw that on the wire that uh, there's a, they're going to be wrestling guys today are getting here at the playoffs, so I'm also going to Cincinnati.
0: Although Minnesota- I do like Jake
1: Browning in this so- one.
0: But- yeah, no, no, Jake Browning's been playing well. Um, Minnesota at Detroit, all oh bad. I'm not sure of how many guys from Detroit will be resting in this one. I don't think the Lions can improve their playoff positioning. Can they with a the win? Or uh, are they locked into, like, that three seed or what have you, or whatever, unfortunately? Uh, I, I think I, they're I- in the, in the, in the, yeah. I can't, the I can't recall, but, uh, I'm still, I think I'm going go to go Detroit Minnesota is having all kinds of problems at, at the quarterback position. Sharon Hall is in, and then he's out. And so, so was know. that,
1: um, Kevin McConnell freaking the hell out on the sideline. Was that, what was, what was that about? He very <laughs> perturbed. Very hey, perturbed.
0: I, I just don't think he knows what now. I think Nick Mullins is getting the start again this week. Uh, so it's. <laughs> Nick, it's <get> out. <laughs> yeah. So, it's
1: so, a... and all the talk of trading, uh, Kirk Cousins away probably goes away after seeing this, right? The quality of having a good quarterback on the mm. roster. Kirk is Cousins is having a a, he,
0: he was having a good year before he, he got injured. He was, he was absolutely, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go Detroit. Are you going Detroit or Minnesota? Also going Detroit, Detroit, going Detroit. Jacksonville at Tennessee. Jaguars, Jaguars are still fighting for a playoff spot. Um, Tennessee's bad. I'm gonna go the Jags.
1: I kind of want to pick Tennessee just because.
0: Yeah, and I'm not sure of the health of Trevor Lawrence, if he's 100% either. That's the problem. Is he going to be starting? I if he people...
1: plays, if he plays, they're going to crush. And then I think Christian Kirk might play. So if they get Trevor Lawrence and Kirk back, I might switch my pick. I hope. I know, I think,
0: no, I think Christian Kirk was on IR.
1: No, I thought he was scheduled. Is he not coming back?
0: I know Zay Jones was questionable. I think Trevor Lawrence is still questionable, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I thought Christian Kirk was on IR. Maybe, maybe, maybe he came back. I don't, I don't, I didn't see it. But but the fact that, like I said, the Jags are fighting for a playoff spot and Tennessee's already eliminated. I'm gonna go with the Jags. Are you still going with the Titans? I'm still gonna go with the Titans. Okay. Uh Tennessee. York... No, no, I'm no sorry, problem. Keep on New York Jets at your New England Patriots. I'm just going to say the Jets just uh, – uh, just because. <laughs> I think this is still going to be a bad game.
1: I'm going New England. Let's, let's just
0: – And then you in a good a note. note. Yeah. And then you're home. right. And you're in a good note. There you go. Okay. Fair enough. Atlanta, New Orleans, I think both – the NFC South has still not been decided. The only team that's out is Carolina. So, But being that the fact is the St- Saints are at home, I'm going to go with New Orleans a little bit.
1: Yeah, I'm going to get New Orleans in a home game. Although, I wouldn't put it past to have Derek Carr below this game. I just feel like <laughs> he likes to walk off the field the last game of the season. I feel like he did something, even though he didn't uh, with the W. <laughs> so, let's, let's go to New Orleans.
0: Tampa Bay and Carolina with the Bucks. I think if Tampa Bay wins, they win the division. So, and if they go against a terrible Carolina team, I got to go with the Bucs. I'm also going to go with the Bucks. Chicago at Green Bay. Um, Jordan Love didn't have too bad of a season. I know you think he's terrible, um, but a first year as a starter, a 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, not bad. Better than Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre did in their first year as a starter. Uh, I'm, going to go to, I'm going to go with the Packers. Go
1: Somebody said Jordan Love is elevating the teammates around him. It hurts my soul.
0: <laughs> it hurts my soul.
1: We're gonna go with Green Bay. Uh
0: Denver at Las Vegas. Yeah. Denver is a mess. They bench the whole benching of Russell Wilson <laughs> thing. It's just Sean Payton. Uh, uh, what are Man. you doing? Uh, yeah, yo. That's what you took from the game. That's what you took from the game. They won. <laughs> I know, but still. It, it is what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna going go with the Raiders. I'm gonna go the Raiders. Either way. I'm gonna go with Denver. You're gonna go with Denver. I would go. With Antonio Denver. Pierce is doing a good job coaching.
1: That's what I'm I saying. think Antonio Pierce is doing a good job coaching, but I'm gonna go with Denver.
0: All right, fair enough. Uh, Philadelphia, had New- the New York Football Giants, gonna go Philly. Of course, they're trying to win. They're Philly, still, they're yeah. still trying. Ch- yeah, they're still trying to win the division. Uh, they yeah. win, Dallas loses. Philly gets the division. So. Seattle at Arizona. Seattle is Seattle eliminated? I can't recall if Seattle's been eliminated or not. Uh, sorry, Seattle has not know.
1: been eliminated. Seattle Seattle's still. Seattle, yeah. Seattle's yeah, still, trying to, yeah. Yeah, still
0: yeah. trying to get a spot. Yeah, oh. they're still trying to get a spot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're still trying to get a spot, and yeah. I think it's between them and Green Bay. I think even Minnesota has a shot, but it's an outside shot. But it's pretty, I think it's pretty, pretty much between Seattle and Green Bay for the final the, uh, spot there. So, see, I'm going to go Seattle.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go Seattle as well. They did put out a good performance there, uh, and they are at home. Arizona is at home. I just, I mean,
0: yeah, it's between Green Bay, Minnesota, and Seattle for that last NFC spot. Um, I think Minnesota has to beat Green Bay and hope Seattle loses, I believe, to get in Minnesota, but Seattle playing against an inferior arizona team i think it's theirs for the taking yeah, yeah i gotta yeah. I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna stay with seattle i'm gonna stay with seattle yeah i'm gonna go to seattle kansas city at yeah, the los angeles chargers kansas city i they can't improve their playoff positioning um Mahomes, i believe is actually out if i'm not mistaken they don't uh, need to do
1: much to beat Los Angeles.
0: This is true. Chargers are terrible. They don't know what they're doing. Mahomes is out. I think Pacheco is questionable. Rasheed Rice is out. Kadarius Tony is out.
1: What?
0: What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Donovan Smith will also tackle. He's out. There's a, like four or five guys on defense that are questionable. Jerry is has, has been ruled out already um yeah like half the teams is gonna be a sloppy game this is what i'm saying this is, be a this is why game. i almost the want defense. to pick the chargers but yeah the Chargers just terrible without i feel like i
1: feel like the, the they'll be even matched even though the kansas city chiefs are probably gonna be way well far more coordinated now if you tell me that backup coaches are going to be calling this game then baby that's you know what i mean like that's okay why, yeah, yeah. You know, like if that's what I'm like, okay, this is just basically a, a Kenan, preseason
0: game. Keenan Allen is, is going to be out again, too. He's a
1: He's done for the rest of the season. He's, he's like, done. He's they called them out, yeah. So, here, all right, I'll, st- I'll stick with Kansas City. I'll stick with Kansas City. I'll stick with Kansas City because it's a Kansas City home game. Oh, yeah. No, it's not a Kansas City. No, no, game. no. no it's, in,
0: it's in LA. It's in LA. It's in LA. Eh,
1: I'm going to uh, Kansas
0: City. Yeah, just leave it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Los Angeles the Rams at San Francisco 49ers. San Fran, I'm pretty sure it's resting everybody as well too everybody everybody's everybody, er- everybody siesta. Yeah, yeah you know what i mean so with that being said i'm gonna go with the rams because like i mentioned um no the, well the rams they they have already clinched the playoff spot they have as well too um but my McC- c-mac is out already uh, all right. uh screw it uh, all right i'll go i'll go with those names i was gonna actually switch my pick to san francisco just because, uh, but I'm not
1: going to be out there. So this is what we're doing: is Sam Darnold versus
0: Carson Wentz. I know what I'm doing. I still think um, they, Purdy. I think Purdy is going to start, but they may pull him early. I don't know why he would even bother starting. If you're going to pull him, just pull him. But
1: because 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 Kyle Shanahan don't want to lose this game, and he thinks that if he could get a lead, he could control it. Before he puts Sam Darnold out there for whatever may happen, yeah. no, because he
0: doesn't want it to be competitive while Darnold's out there because he needs Darnold alive. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Purdy will be resting. Purdy. Purdy will be resting. So it's going to be okay. Sam Darnold. It's going to be Sam Darnold. Yeah, okay. it's gonna, right. he's going to be starting. Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, this is gonna be de- ugly. This is gonna be Yeah, I, I'll, I'm
0: just, I'm just gonna say the Rams. i will just say the Rams. It is what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, on the Rams. I'm on the Rams. Dallas and Washington. They're already
1: a team full of backups. You know what I mean? Like they were a <laughs> bunch of young nobodies. At them, so they already know how to do this. Yeah.
0: uh Last two, Dallas or Washington. Dallas fighting for the NFC East title. Got to go with the Cowboys. Yep. um And of course, the game of the to me it's the game of the week. Sunday night football. Buffalo. Miami down at South Beach, winner gets the AFC East crown. No one circles the wagon quite like the Buffalo Bills. Let's go Buffalo! You know, sources sources say that
1: uh, Sherman's going to be waiting all day for a Sunday night. <laughs> on Sunday. Um, yeah, me <laughs> so, me me
0: me and Carrie Underwood. That's right.
1: You going to yeah, be chilling? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I'm gonna be at the
0: Bills little- bar. With we, we, we up cheering and cheering the Buffalo team on, if they they have to. If they get this victory, win the division. and Coming from being six and six at one point, oh Phil, for me five and five, they were five and five at one point, winning five out of the winning five out of the last six games, winning now still going to winning the division, being the number two seed in the AFC, and can potentially make a deep playoff run with half the damn defense on IR. That's a heck of a season.
1: Sherman I was telling you you were going into Dubai you were in here and look you look like white Cleff John someone had to call 911 <laughs> you looked so upset you're like yeah. man I don't know we're coming on the buy we got to play Kansas City you know yeah. they're coming out the buy too what happened uh-huh. that game. Hmm. And then it just started. It started to build. I said, listen, Josh Allen is doing some doing some amazing things. Like
0: Oh, I never yeah, said Allen wasn't shaker. doing amazing things, but I'm just I, I was just plays. nervous. Are, like, you they're know getting what I mean? Stops. They're getting defense. Guys are scrappy,
1: you know, they and it ain't pretty. It ain't mm-hmm. pretty. But you like mm-hmm. you said, nobody circles a wagon.
0: I like yeah, the wagon. Yeah. Damn, it. if they didn't win, if they didn't lose that damn game against Philadelphia, that's what makes me mad. That yeah. that game and ultimately lost against Philly. That's the game that really makes me mad they had a chance to win that game you know they they have what six in a row right now if they had won they should have they shouldn't have lost against denver either they shouldn't, shouldn't have lost against denver. They so they were, yeah. they
1: was, that was another one of those hey guys i don't know what's going on but i'm tossing it up anyway games are like josh josh yeah hey, put that then, ball back
0: and then the field goal and everything like oh come on yeah, yeah. yeah. but either way i've got to go with buffalo man got to go with buffalo all the way also this, going with this, buffalo Yep. All right. Fair enough, Obed. Well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Appreciate you joining in for another amazing episode. We'll be back on a short week next week um, touching on some of the playoff matchups coming up next week. Hopefully, maybe we'll have some some uh, returning guests with us. Uh, Obed, any last words for the people before we head out of here?
1: It's been a hell of a season. Um, guys, gals, everyone in between. Uh, <laughs> it's a new year. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's get after it. Try to find something to do with your time now that there's less football on. You know, don't mm-hmm. just don't just throw it away. Don't just sit there and then watch something. New. Try to find something to do with time.
0: Yep. Uh folks don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT from my co-host Obed. I'm your boy Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.